right, welcome once again to another episode of Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. I am your host. Now, let's go over the rules for the rule breakers. Remember, sports therapy is sports entertainment only. We do not give medical advice. We're just all about fun and yucks. The uh, rules of the game is callers, you will have two minutes to call, and you can either rip, rant, laugh, or kick some knowledge about all things NFL. And if you do call in, please turn your volume on your phone all the way up so that we can hear your conversation clearly. Now, as always, Sports Therapy is always sponsored by Crown Royal. That is my drink. Also, on Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr., we don't talk about politics, man. I don't give a fat rat butt what the Democrats are doing, nor do I care what the Republicans are doing. We don't talk race relations, nor do we talk sexual orientation. All are welcome to participate, call in, and join in the fun and yuck. And if you do call in, please do not call me doctor because I have not earned that, that uh, right, although I am a certified counselor. Man. Ooh, we got all that out of the way. Let's talk about the games. Man, as uh, my man uh, Ric Flair says, man, I'm so happy it's hard to hold these gators down. <laughs> my commanders beat them Cowboys. Hey, 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 hey. So I expect to hear from the Cowboys. Now, we know this is the last uh, game of the NFL season, so we're going to be transitioning over to uh, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, playoffs. I ain't kidding. Kidding me? Yeah, playoffs. Don't talk playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. 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 Kidding me? Yeah, we we could be transitioning over to the to the playoffs. Beginning. No, we gonna keep the same time. Uh, which is gonna be seven o'clock Central Time. Uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Central, so we're going to keep our same time. So it's all good. It's all good. So like I said, yeah. Also, keep in mind that Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr., we are streamed live on Facebook and YouTube. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. Keep it real simple, Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. That's how you can follow me on Facebook. Also, uh, we're on YouTube, too. So like us and subscribe. Subscribe to my channel. Okay. Man, I'm so hyped up. (laughs) Y'all want to know why I'm hyped? (laughs) Well, after last week's major disappointment by us not making the playoffs, we beat them there Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? I expect you from them Cowboy fans. (laughs) How about them there Cowboys? But, you know, on Sports Therapy now, we don't don't fan shame. No, we don't. We gloat. We might laugh, we might do a few things, but all are still welcome. Because keep in mind, we laugh, but it's all good and good fun in nature. That's the whole gist of the show, man. We don't get too serious. We don't take life too serious. We don't take ourselves too serious. You know, this is just uh, just, just a place where we all can kind of be free and loose to talk about NFL football. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, week 18. Week 18, and so there are a lot of teams that are out. Uh, there's some teams like my Steelers. I, I'm hoping I'm going to hear from my homeboy, Glenn. The Steelers won, and they still got put out. Hmm. You got the Seattle Seahawks. They won. They need help. But can you expect to get any help from the team that, that you put out? Hmm. I, I guess it's one of those cases where, um, what is it? Thy thy enemy of thy enemy is my friend. (laughs) And then we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, go pack go. Nobody wants to see that man called Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. (laughs) No, no, no. But you know what? If the pack win, pack are in. Mm -mm. Go pack go, baby. Go pack go. Ah, we have a call on the line right now. Let's see what's up. Sports Therapy with F.H. Uh-huh. Jr. Hey. Hey, what's up? Jay? <laughs> Man. Uh, Jay, I'm so hyped up. I don't know what to do. What's, I'll bet. <laughs> what's, what say you, Jay? I'm ready for next season. <laughs> you ready to move on? Now, I am he, ready for next 
Let, let me ask you this now, because you know the. You, you, I don't know if you know this, but the Saints lost. Yeah, but there is talk about a savior that's coming, possibly, and that savior could be Sean Payton. So now I know Sean is interviewing. He they they uh hell, let me how I'm, let me figure how I want to say this. The Denver Broncos, of course, you know they need a new coach, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you laughing about, Jay? They need a new coach because they got rid of their first year coach. So they asked for permission to talk to and interview Sean Payton for their job. Now, of course, you know, Sean is still on the contract with the Saints. So any deal where Sean Payton goes or comes back into coaching, any deal has to be, um, well, bottom line is that in order for Sean Payton to be released from his contract, the Saints are asking for some type of compensation. They want at least a first-round draft pick and and other things. What do you think about that? But I also heard just talk that he may be – there's a possibility that he may come back and coach the Saints. I mean, I would like for him to come back, but I don't think this going to happen. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Now, Jay, I got to admit that – Normally, the Saints are one of the teams that I lock into and just watch. Uh, you know, that gravitate from from uh, you know front to back the, the whole game and da da da. But I today I was really um, I was really focused in on those teams that were either on the cusp of making the playoffs or those teams that needed some help to get in the playoffs and all the teams that had a shot of still making. Of course, you know, uh, last week the pay the. Um, the Saints got eliminated along with my commanders. So I still watched back and forth because there was uh, some specific plays. That I, but the game was, was uh, it was a low-scoring game. Yeah, but it still would have been nice to at least win, out, win one more, <laughs> even though we got eliminated. Their last win would have been nice. Oh, I follow you. I know, I know, I know. Now, Here's what the talk on the street is, that the Saints have gotten old, except for a few key players that maybe it's time for you guys not to rebuild, but to try to um, get younger. And I think that's why the Saints are saying, hey, if you want Sean Payton, Payton, you have to compensate us by giving us a first-round draft pick along with other players. And what they can quickly do is turn those first round draft picks into drafting a bunch of uh, players in position that they need. Make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so that's that's the whole idea. Because one thing about football, what people don't realize it is a young man's game. And whereas you know when we we consider twenty uh thirty still uh young, but in by NFL standards, man, when you get on the other side of thirty, they consider that as kind of like uh, you're over the hill, you know. And I think it's because of all the wear and tear, you know. But let me ask you this, uh, <laughs> Jay: Are y'all ready to open up a bottle of Jameis? <laughs> you got. I mean, no, nah, I don't know about this. <laughs> now, hey, real talk. What are you guys are going to do about Michael Thomas? Well, I read somewhere where they were talking about uh, he was kind of looking at restructuring his contract or whatever. Okay, okay. That, that um, makes sense. So that means if, if if that's the case, then that lets you know he really wants to stay. Right. And I think with him... Dang it. Uh, go ahead. I was, I was just going to mention somebody's if injuries. Is he, is he going to be good to go, you know? Well, I mean, bringing him back, especially if y'all can bring him back without having to spend a whole lot of money, without having to spend a whole lot of money, which would be fine. But you guys have a young, uh, y'all are drafted a rookie, Chris Olave. Uh, I'm sure I mispronounced his name. <laughs> that you guys got out of uh, from Ohio State. He is turning into a player player. You know what I'm saying there, player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that's why they they are willing to the Saints are willing to let 
Michael Thomas either walk or, you know, um, have his name bought up in some type of trade with somebody who needs a wide receiver, i.e. the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just something that they uh kind of kicking around there. You know, but uh of course you know the Saints family, you guys are not happy with uh your coach that you got. That and they're saying mm-hmm, nah, we need a new coach. <laughs> See. <laughs> they're saying that hey I want look, somebody else. You want somebody else? I want somebody else. I want somebody who who can do offense. I mean, defense looked all right today, but um, I want I, I want to see some going something else with the offense. And also, one of the reasons that the Saints are asking for a first round draft pick because they don't want to go into now. This is what I'm hearing that you guys don't want to go into next year with. Um, Andy as your starting quarter. I mean, they're talking about maybe opening up the year with Andy, but they know that Andy's, what, 36, 37 years old, so he's getting up there in age. So you guys got to be able to transition into a uh, another quarterback. Of course, you know, James, basically that didn't work out. And moving Taysom Hill from being slash, slash uh, Swiss Army Knife is not going to be good for the Saints because he's so valuable to you guys playing in a role that he plays. So... My, my, um, from what I'm hearing, word on the street is that you guys want to try to move up and get a, uh, another quarterback to make that transition from Andy Dalton to maybe somebody else. I mean, it makes sense. I'm going to miss Andy, but (laughs) how would you feel about, how would you feel about the Baker man? I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> now, now I don't know if you can remember, uh, Jay. Is that um, before? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of you guys' quarterback that retired. <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on, man. Drew Brees. Stop playing. <laughs> before Drew Brees, uh became Drew Brees, he was actually uh, the quarterback for the San Diego Chargers. They were in San Diego then. And uh, he wasn't, he, he had surgery. I know he messed up his shoulder. He had surgery, uh, shoulder problems. But he wasn't that great of a quarterback until he went, into, you know, until you guys picked him up. And basically um, he got with Sean Payton. And Sean Payton kind of brought him out and made him, uh, you know, the successful quarterback that he uh that he is, uh, that he was. So they're, they're thinking about maybe he could do the same thing with, with Baker Mayfield. Mm, I can see that. If they're to work, then yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but do you remember that Jameis was playing a lot better when Sean Payton was Yeah, there? he was. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it is. You know, maybe he's a quarterback whisperer. Maybe he can whisper in his ear. And get him right, but it's just something about when when um, Sean retired or took a step back or whatever they're calling it. All of a sudden, you know, James kind of lost um, whatever mojo that he had. You know, but that's the talk on the street there, Jay. That you guys may be doing some type of rebuild, rebuild. You guys may be doing some well, we type of something. rebuild. <laughs> Getting a new coach or what? Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for next season. I hear you. Well, Jay, thank you for calling. And, uh, you know, I, I like I told you before, if I wasn't a Commander fan, I would probably be a who-datter. Okay? But, hey, the season's over. And, uh, hey, but... We're going to still be rocking and rolling with the playoffs, same time, so hopefully. So now let me ask you, now that your Saints are, are officially eliminated along with my commanders, what team are you going to be cheering for in the uh, playoffs? Well, it won't be the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> no Buccaneers. Now, here's what you got to choose from. You got the Buccaneers, 
You have the Cowboys. You have Eagles, uh, Giants, and 49ers. Ooh, we them there 49ers. I don't know because Three of them I don't like, so I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing it's not going to be the Cowboys or the Buccaneers. Uh-uh. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, Jay, in, in, uh, in the great state of Texas, thanks for calling, and we will see you next week, okay? Uh, all right. All right. Bye-bye. Let's get one more. Who that for the road? Who that said they going to beat them Saints? Who that said they're going to beat them Saints? And, and Jay, open your ball up, Jameis. I heard it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, bye. Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. What's going on, bro? Chris, the Cowboy fan. Chris, I don't know if you know who Ric Flair is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the words of Brother Ric Flair, man, uh, after that win, man, I'm having a hard time holding these gators down, baby. Woo! <laughs> but you know, Chris, now, for those who are just listening in, now the object of the show is that you get two minutes to rip, rant, kick some knowledge, or share, cry, or even cuss, because I got the cussing bell here. But. We don't fan shame. Now, we may ridicule, we may laugh, but hey, it's all in jest. So, Chris, the floor is yours. What are we doing? God, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I thought I thought for sure after the first quarter, our starters would be sitting and we'd be getting ready for the playoffs. And, and then you have that argument where you don't want to sit them unless they're in some sort of a rhythm. And we got all the way to what five minutes left in in the game, and then our second string comes in. I don't know if they didn't want to play because they had it all wrapped up already, or if this is in typical cowboy fashion, the collapse has begun. But <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I don't have much good to say about the game today except Malik Davis. Yes. I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do for us. And, you know, if I got to find a highlight in it, I'm going I'm to hang my hat on Malik Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Chris. Chris, let me ask you this question here because, you know, our teams played each other today. <laughs> so I want to ask you this, Chris, what the hell made Dak go back to the same play that you almost got intercepted on? What made you throw the same play again and get a pick six? Uh, now I wish I could tell you exactly what he was thinking in that moment. But the only thing I can tell you for sure is ever since Dak's injury, he ain't been the same. I don't know if he's afraid to get hit. He's afraid to get hurt. But he ain't the same, and I think it's it's to a point where it's now going to be very, very bad for the Cowboys to leave him under center as our starting quarterback. He can't read progression. He can't read through his progressions. If you take his tight end from him, it's over. Like he's got to have his tight end. That's his bailout every time. Like his blanket. <laughs> and if you don't allow him to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't allow him to establish a running game, there's he's just not comfortable. Yeah, uh, right there is how you beat the Cowboys, and it's it seems to be happening week in and week out. And you know we've been able to bail out and kind of pick ourselves up and limp across that finish line with a W. But I mean Washington just they had our number today. Yeah. Uh, I mean it was a good win by Washington. I'll, I'll, I'll give the Commanders that. But hey, hold, uh, hey, 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 hold on, let me write that. that now you giving up the family secret. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and and I and I wholeheartedly agree with you because I broke my ankle once, and and I will be honest, and I and, and I broke it playing basketball. Now, when I was younger, I had a uh, I had a pretty good vertical leap, probably in the high forties. Um, but when I broke my ankle, it was just something in my mind that 
I was never going to jump. Even though I could still jump that high, I would never jump that high when somebody was around me because that's how I broke my ankle. It's just something in your mind. So I think, and I I agree with you, I think there is something lingering in uh, Dak's mind in terms of, you know, am I going to get hurt, you know? I mean, he's done, what, seven games in a row where he's thrown a pick six? And I would say if not all seven of those, definitely five or six of them have been off of him trying to ditch it out to his tight end and use a safety blanket. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he needs to sit down and talk. Some, maybe he needs to call your show and go through some sports therapy and work through his issues so he can be an effective quarterback again. But it, it, he's just not doing it right now. I would, I would, Dak, if you out there, call in, man. I can, uh, I can get your mind right. <laughs> you need some sports therapy, Please. baby. I mean, now it, it, he makes his money with his his arm and his leg. I mean, so I get that you don't want to go back down again. I understand that, but you also got to understand the flip side. I mean, like, say he just continues to go downhill, gets cut. Is he going to get picked up again? I mean, there's it's a double edged sword, but I don't know. I, I think he's just he's not sure footed yet. I'm afraid that it's going to be a first round exit for us if he doesn't get real sure real quick. There are some concerns now, you know, because we look at the game as fans, but we also look at the game in in terms of analyzing uh, the games and, you know, um, so that when when we come on the show, we can be able to pinpoint certain events or certain uh, circumstances. So the thing that stood out to me is um, offensive line, uh, and, and I'm thinking to myself, did the Cowboys offensive line all of a sudden get old? Are we watching them get old before our eyes, except for the young guy that we, um, you know, that you guys picked up this year? Because I saw no blocking, man, from nobody. Well, they're also, they're all shifted in different positions right now with the center being down. Now, I don't, I don't think I saw him tonight, but. I know for sure he's going to be there for the Tampa Bay next week. But I mean, uh, Biotis? Yeah. It's – now, I know it's an excuse. I get it. <laughs> but they're all, like, forced to play in a different spot. But it's still, you're professionals. You should right. be able to pick up that that towel and go, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm run with this. It's my flag right now. It's my cross to bear. I'm going to go with it. Maybe it's just too late in the season and everybody's used to clicking in those specific spots. I don't know what it is, but I think that's – where it is right now. I think the fact that everybody's had to move has affected our running game and that's affecting our passing game. It's affecting Dak's mind and it's just all coming full circle. And hopefully we got it out of our systems this week and they, they take it to the house and, and not Tom Brady and the Buccaneers out of the playoffs next, <laughs> next week. But I, I don't know. I, a lot's got to give. You know what, what the commanders didn't do. They didn't, they didn't do a lot of stunts. They just lined up man on man and just said, hey, I'm going to get to the quarterback. Now, they blitzed a couple of times, but at the end of the day, they just like, it was just man, they didn't have, they didn't pull a lot of stunts, man. No, there was a lot of four-man blitzes. I mean, that's something that should easily be picked up, you know. Yes. But you, four-man blitz and you got what, 12, three and outs throughout the entire, that's just, that's, that's uncalled for. And it's, you're, you're right. There was nothing special there, but it was a bunch of young guys that are trying to make a name for themselves. And I mean, give it up to them. I mean, even even how the you know the quarterback that came out of nowhere apparently. Man, let me, let, let me tell you. I'm asking let, myself why he didn't start more. Uh, yeah, but but yes, uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, don't don't make me have to get in my own chair again, brother. I, I'm in counseling about all that stuff. <laughs> but what got me was and and you're right um i think what happens is that uh what what i saw from my perspective is that if you take away Dak's first read then he start to look at the defense he'll start to look at the defense and once his eyes shift down to looking at the defense 
Then he'll lock back in and realize, okay, I got to throw this ball. But when he's looking at a receiver, guess what? Those DBs are going the same way. So that's where they were kind of picking, uh, you know, reading his eyes as to what he was doing because that comfort zone in there, you know what I mean? I mean, he's, 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 he does telegraph a lot. Yes. And it's, you either know it's going to be CD lamb or whoever's in that <laughs> X spot, or it's going to be your tight end. I mean, even you could take a tight end out of it. If a tight end's going on a deeper route or stuck on a line, pulling a block, the back's right there. And it's going to be in the same spot every time. That's where his little safety blanket goes. So he's not a hard quarterback to defend, but I think the players he has around him make them look better than he really is right now, to be honest. Um, it's called missing C.D. Lamb. Not C.D. Lamb, I'm sorry. It's called missing uh, Cooper. Yeah, C.D. came up, and he's had a breakout season since, I don't know, Odell, the old Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, talk started. <laughs> and you get T.Y. Hilton, man. And T.Y., you can – Coaching CD up a little bit, and he's he's there for Dak. And but these are people that they've proven time and time again they got hands. Today wasn't about hands; it, he was overthrowing or just underthrowing. Overthrowing, underthrowing, bowling. <laughs> you bowling or whatever. Well, like Dak, what the hell are you doing, man? <laughs> and it, and, then, and then there's like a lack of discipline throughout the team right now, too. I mean, it's. You sell all the chippiness at the end of the game, you know. Hey, like stand up. Washington's straight up beating you at your own game right now. Don't get don't get chippy. Don't start losing your mind with it's just lack of discipline too. So there's there's a lot that this week needs to be improved upon before they go rolling into Tampa Bay to do anything, or it's gonna be the same result. Now, Chris, let me ask you this question. You guys played to get you guys played today, but at some point, was it about knocking some rust off or, or trying to look better? Or was it about the coach's ego? Because at some point, I really didn't expect you guys to even play any of your starters after halftime. When the coach rolled the guys. Been in there. Right. And I was like, man, I don't know about this, man. Okay, I understand they're not looking good, they're not playing that good. But, dude, don't sacrifice the whole season because of your ego. You know what I mean? Because now – you know, the guys, just those extra two quarters of wear and tear on a, on a professional football player's body, man, that means a hell of a lot, man. Absolutely. I, not just that. I think you make more of a statement if you, like, hey, you guys are not clicking. Now, here, watch this. You put Cooper Rush and Malik Davis in. Malik Davis establishes a running game. So now you put Zeke and Pollard on notice, like, hey, you know, he, he, he's doing it. U.S. can do the same thing. Then you got Cooper Rush completing his passes. Look at Dak and go, hey, he's doing it. Why can't you do it? Right. I mean, that's the, that's the mind game I think you play as a coach, especially if you want your ego to play any part of it. Like oh, yeah. Coaching somebody up. Oh, yeah. You're right. But I, don't, I didn't see that tonight. Now, I'll tell you something else I would have done if I'd been a coach. Okay. Commanders are, are giving it to you guys the first half. I wouldn't have let my guys went back out the second half because I wouldn't have gave them any any thought that hey you know what they could beat us because they would if I would have took my starters out they would have been you know what we won a half you know okay but they still wouldn't have walked away with all the swagger <laughs> that we walked away with you know what I, you know what I mean I wouldn't have rolled my guys back yeah. out there I was like you know what and, and then I would have left the commanders thinking well you know what they really didn't really you know they were just like hey you know what. Yeah, they saving it. But for the coach to get that's it, where that. Go ahead. You're right. That's that's where the coach's ego is doing a disservice to the players because you walk, you march your guys right back out there. Yes. And this is your starters. This is who you're hanging your season on, and they just got run all over on that field. So now their mind isn't right going into next week. They're questioning a lot about themselves now. So I mean, it's. I'm with you. You pull them. You don't pull them back out there in the second half. You pull them. You let them get their minds right. You let them see what it takes to succeed or watch what the second string can do. But that I think that did more of a mind. You hit your cursing bell than anything else. So 
know, that's just my outlook. <laughs> so, so hey, now you know as well as I know that somebody's gonna say, "Hey, we need to sit uh, Dex ass down, and bring in Cooper Rush." <laughs> so, the person that says that isn't really they don't really know how how things work in Dallas, and you know, Jerry's not gonna sit his money makers. <laughs> Okay. Zeke Elliott's going to get the majority of the touches, get in that end zone. Dak Prescott, same thing. Whereas in the normal NFL, hey, you ain't cutting it no more. Uh, you ain't one. You're two now. You keep playing this way, you're going to go down to three. You make these people place their jobs week in and week out. That ain't how it works in Dallas. No. No. Because I will tell you, I guarantee you, that based on today's game, a lot of uh, the next team that the Cowboys play, they're going to try to duplicate what the commanders did. Now, a lot of it has to do with if you have the, you know, if you have the personnel, because anybody can, can say, hey, we're going to do that. But do you have the personnel to get it done? But I can guarantee you some people are going to say, you know what, that's the formula for playing the Cowboys. You know? Yep. They'd be right, too. <laughs> so... Well, my brother, <laughs> I look, man. I, I I don't know what to say, man. You know, because you know I'm a Commander fan. I'm always decked down in the standard uniform from head to toe, and uh, <laughs> but I I just saw um, that there are some questions, not only from the players, but that was I just questioned some of the coaching that took place today. It's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Okay, we're winning this game. We're losing this game. We got, okay, will I take a chance of wear and tear my guys? Will I take a chance on somebody getting injured all because we're on national TV, we're getting our butt whooped, and, you know, I don't like uh, that's a blow to my ego. I, you know, you've heard me say it before, but I think a person standing on that sideline with that, with that HC title is more of just a figurehead, somebody that the NFL requires to be there. Somebody else is sitting up in that box pulling those strings. Mm-hmm. And his ego is pretty big, so you ain't going to tell that man he's wrong. I got you. And, and I mean, give it – Washington, they did great. You know, I would have liked to have seen that more out of Washington throughout the year, so the NFC East could have – you know, kind of monopolize the, the playoff situation, but I mean, you, you talk about another uh, toxic situation, dude. I man, mean, you just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. I'm interested to know from outside of network. Cause I mean, I, I live in Texas. I live right here in Dallas. You know, and so I don't think they would have blacked me out on it. But I'm interested to know if they didn't jump off that game to go to the Seattle game. You know, since that was clearly a railroading done by the commander. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but you know, Dallas is, um, at the end of the day, now I'm going to be honest. Dallas is the big market for the NFL. Hell, they're not going to, nah, <laughs> I don't think that happened. We, they're going to stay <laughs> with the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Well, Hey, Chris, You're it's right. been good. Right. My brother, um, you know, I would say that uh, I wish your team had won, and I would be lying to you <laughs> because I. I, I <laughs> so, but hey, man, you know how it goes, man. Just like playing against your brother, man. You always play extra hard against your brother, your best friend. But hey, man, I appreciate you calling you in, it. man. And uh, we're gonna keep rolling for the playoffs, man. You got it. All right, man. Nice. What's therapy with F.A. Junior? Man, what's up? What's up? It's your boy Brandon Cooper. <laughs> Brandon, oh, Brandon man. Cooper, oh, baby. We gotta, you know, but, but before we get to y'all acting <laughs> like, you know, before we get to y'all finally realizing that the third string quarterback should have been starting the whole season, right? Man, oh. Uh, Let's 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 run down the NFL, right? But before we get to y'all, because y'all made me so mad today, right? Um, you know the playoff scenario played out how we thought it would. Exactly. Um, it played out exactly how we thought. Um, I like the way you know we talked about it earlier this week. I like the way the NFL handled the playoff scenario. 
um, involving the Bills and the Bengals. You know, shout out to Demar Hamlin. You know, he made a, he made a recovery. He's up. You know, God is good, man, and it showed us that life is more than football. Um, speaking for my team, the Baltimore Ravens, um, Lamar Jackson's probably not going to play in the postseason. Um, unless if we win the first game and we got to go to Kansas City, then he'll probably play. You know okay, what I'm wait, 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 but, wait, but wait, 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 right wait, now, wait, wait, wait. Stop the press. Stop, stop the press. Let me pull the emergency break. <laughs> um, they said he could have played today. Now that's uh, hey, look, and you look, and the family. We don't so. get paid off regular season games. We don't get paid off regular season games. You I know got that. you. But uh, I mean, he has all the leverage in the in the contract negotiation. Um, but if we win this first game, definitely they're playing up. I don't think he should play this year. I mean, you know, the rest of the year. But if we win the first game, then we got to go to Kansas City. He'll probably play. Um, and Lamar, all five weeks of rest is scary. Um, the Cowboys are exactly who we thought they were. Um, I'm at a bar right now, actually in Edison, man. <laughs> Um, man, we're watching. This is do or die for Aaron Rodgers, man. I got him winning. You know, if Aaron Rodgers wins, he makes it to the playoffs. And I got a bold prediction, man. If the Packers win, they go into the Super Bowl. If they win today, they go into the Super Bowl. Hey, man, you know what I refer, what I refer to the Packers as the elephant in the room <laughs> because the no, elephant in the room, bro. Nobody wants that elephant <laughs> to be in the room. Nobody wants because the, and, and this is what I say about the Dallas Cowboys, right? You always want to go into the postseason with momentum. The Cowboys failed today against y'all to build that momentum because I saw nothing from the starters that made me think they can go into Tampa Bay and beat Tom Brady, especially when Tom Brady has a healthy team and he's getting around to getting things going. And and you're playing and, with, and you're playing against a rookie quarterback today. They should have had more tricks. Exactly. They should have had more tricks and elaborate exactly. blitzes. They 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 should have they should have lost to Gardner Minshew, but that's a whole different story. I know, but you know the way I'm looking at the whole scenario, the Packers. I feel like they'll win tonight, um, but I feel like it's going to be a very close game. Now, but hold on, let me let me ask you about that that game. Now, Seattle won today, right? Mm-hmm. Now, by Seattle winning, they put Detroit out. Now, if you Detroit, yeah. If you are the Detroit Lions, am I going to help Brandon, who put me out, get in? Man, look, but also <laughs> think about it. Huh? Now, I know there's hatred for the, for, for the, uh, the Packers, between the Packers and the Lions. I know but, that. But think about it. They hate Aaron Rodgers even more. <laughs> Dan Campbell hates Aaron Rodgers even more. <laughs> and you can't measure hatred, brother. Exactly, man. And I know the Bible says we're not supposed <laughs> to hate, but we are human. Things happen. Sport. I, 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 feel, I, I don't think the Bible mentions sports hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a different kind. Like competition gets the best out of us. No, you already know, man. But, know. but that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good story, man. Now, now on the y'all, man. <sighs> like I said, man. I feel this. This is what I feel like y'all should do in the offseason. Your biggest deficiency is you have three deficiencies outside of the quarterback, which is Numero Uno. But I think if y'all gave Sam Howell a full year, because remember, Sam Howell was supposed to be the best quarterback in that draft class. And see, and and that's and that's what I've been telling people. I said, look, he was rated a year, but in the year prior as one, either the first or second uh, highest quarterback. But he didn't come out that year, and he stayed. So exactly. I, I, I knew Sam had some some uh, skins on the wall, but it's just and that. Think about it, man. Y'all got y'all got a young receiving core that can go. Y'all got three receivers that can go. This is now. This is what I would want to do, and, and if it was up to me, if I was GM, I'm starting Sam Howe because I need to see what I got in him, right? And I agree. I and, agree. And, and, and I got Heineke as. A backup. I think Heineke would be okay with that because Heineke knows. Okay, when it's time for me to when it's time for me to get in and play, I'm gonna get in and do what I need to do. I'm gonna get in and do what I need to do. But, um, you, but you know the rule: if your starter gets hurt and your second string quarterback comes in, as long as he can keep your team, yes. as long as he can be 500 in the games he's in, 
Yes. You're good. And, and, and Heineke knows, if he doesn't, he knows that he's not going to get a better long-term payday than to just be sitting there being loved by the fans, being the backup, knowing that when they put me in there, I can do my thing, but I can keep that money uh, coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's an automatic four, five million dollars a year. Why yes. not? Yes. And I can sit here. I know the system. I can coach. And plus, he and um, Sam, they are really the same type of quarterback. It's just that Sam is bigger yeah. and he's got a stronger arm. But they still they can do the same thing. So that that's that's me. I would rather start off the year like that and use all the, the draft picks and whatever, uh, the money that we're going to save by letting uh, Carson Wentz walk. Use that money to – fortify and field position that we need, i.e. offensive line. Uh, we need a, co- a, a good cover corner. We need a, uh, a middle linebacker. We can we can improve along those places like that. And I know specifically one um, good prospect that we probably could use to get some players because we drafted a uh, – I forgot the kid out of Alabama last year that uh, he's out because he he tore his ACL, but he's a he's a good defensive. Uh, he's on the defensive line, and uh, you know anybody coming from Alabama, you, you know that that's going to be a player anyway. So we got some assets that we can move. I just don't want to, you know, just go all in like we did. Bring in some veteran quarterback that's thirty five, thirty six, getting him a hell of a lot of money, uh, bootstrapping the team and whatever. Nah, nah, nah. We good now. I want the offensive coordinator gone. And I might can and, and now Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't stand uh, Scott Turner because his play calling drives me crazy. I, I, I and it drives. Yeah, my thing about the play calling was what I saw from y'all today. Why couldn't we see that in November? Because what the hell was going because on? Because there was an article that was written, and I forgot who was written by. Says that that the players were starting to call out the offensive coordinator saying he doesn't even go with the game plan or the play that they, that they come up with doing practice. You know how you game plan. This is what we're going to do. They're saying this guy, he calls a different game. When the game starts, he loses his freaking mind. Man, dude, when, when, when stuff hits the fan, you know, dude, be folding. Yeah. You know how that goes. Yeah. People. Oh yeah. And so that's what was up. In terms of, uh, you know what I mean? Because today I'm watching the Dallas Cowboys was at were at full strength and they were trying everything to win their game. They were. They didn't. They didn't take the starters out because there was nothing that the coaching staff saw that was like, "Yo, like there's no bright spot right now. We got too many holes to where we can't just take the starters out." I mean, Dak pretty much threw back-to-back pick sixes. You know, yeah, he, he did. But would have caught that one. But it was, it was that that sort of thing that was like, "Yo, this is how y'all should have been playing." But my thing is, you got three, four starting running backs, bro. Work the play action. Now you have inconsistent tight end play. I will give you that. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's that's. I, I saw that. I saw a team. I saw a team that should have been in the playoffs. Well, you know how that go, man. But I'll, I'll tell you something that, that I did enjoy watching, and I think the light came on for our DBs because for instead of them watching guys make plays, they were actually involved in the action. I saw a lot of uh, um, you know guys getting in, fighting with receivers, stopping those guys from completing those first and ten to keep the the chain going. In the past, on third down. Um, Fuller would always be out of position. Guys would always be out of position. But today, you know, it's, it's almost like the back end came up and supported the front end. It's almost like they are used to, to me. They was too busy watching the, the D line do their thing. It's like okay, you guys are buying a ticket to the movie <laughs> instead of being a part. So today it's like they were a part of the action instead of watching the action, and, and that's what I saw, man. And I was happy to see that. Definitely. Like, I agree fully because y'all were attacking the ball. Y'all were playing a lot of man-to-man yes. coverage, not so much zone. But I also like Chase Young being back. It allows you to rush four people because y'all were getting after the quarterback, though, with sweat. Hey, Chase hey, Young, hey, 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 and Allen. I'm like, yo. And remember, Allen didn't play today. Yeah, like, I'm like <laughs> bro, if Allen played, 
Y'all got the best defensive line in the league. And this what got me was this. This what got me one one time. No, most of the time, uh, my man lines up as a defensive end, and they move chase. They on one play, they slid him into the middle, <laughs> and the Cowboys didn't know what the hell. <laughs> I said, "I didn't know what the hell to do." All of a sudden, I got Chase Young breathing down on me, man. Because it allows you, man, when you when you have a blessing of that defensive lineman. That defensive line, it allows you to rush four and drop seven. And it allows you to disguise coverages and blitzes so well. Because think about it, bro. Jason Peters was, is 40 years old. He ain't keeping up with nobody. And no. Smith, Tyron Smith, you know, he's had so many injuries, man. He was trying. Only person on there that's really putting hands on somebody is Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. They, had the, they, they, they slid the rookie Smith into guard. But I'm looking at, I'm really watching y'all like, Bruh, it's no reason y'all record shouldn't be what the Cowboys record is, man. Well, that goes it, it, it goes back to two things. Number one, could our defense be just arriving today for next year? You know what I'm saying? Could this be a glimpse of what's to come for next year? Are they going to be that defense that can actually go out and win games, score touchdowns, score, and all we need – is a quarterback like a Sam how that can you know that now he's not a bus driver just one stage above a bus driver developing you know almost like a, a uh almost like the defense you guys had when y'all had Ray Lewis and all them killers exactly all, you now know? the main the main thing that sound Sam Howell gives you is we don't have to the quarterback does not have to be the highest paid person on right the right we got him on that's a rookie contract and that's what you want, and that's the main thing. If our quarterback isn't the highest-paid player on our team, we can make something happen. Right. You, two words have never been spoken, brother. You're right. We don't have a lot of money. That's why I'm saying let's don't go out and get some some uh, veteran that we got to give him almost $40 million. No, no, no. Let's oh, let, y'all going to try to get car. Y'all going to be competing. Let, let, let Wentz walk. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If we don't start Sam Hill next year, there will be riots at that stadium because it's, it's almost like freedom. If you give somebody uh, just a teaspoon of freedom, you got to kill them to take it back. So they've already rolled out this product saying this is what this guy can do. If they go out and, oh, that's I guarantee you the fans ain't going to go for that, man. No. That's 100% true, man. Like I saw something today, you know, like we said, man, Start Sam Howell, clean up the tight end position, get an offensive tackle, yeah. get a lockdown corner, you know, get a linebacker that can yeah. run sideline to sideline. And y'all will be good, man. Y'all and, are and, 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 and let my man Heineke be his backup. They'll keep because, you know, the, the following that was thinking, well, Heineke should start. I always said, look, I like Sam, but not Sam, I'm sorry. I like uh Taylor, but but he's limited. He has limits, you know. After about three or four games, you can kind of look at you get film on him. You know this is what he is. I mean, he, he but he's that he's that 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 backup that when you know what he's a fan, he can come in and maintain for you. Okay, that's good. We need that. That's all you need. That's all we need. But we don't need you know um, to go in any other direction. We don't need to get crazy. At the end of the day, nah, nah, we good. Now, don't get me wrong. If we had a chance to get. To get Lamar Jackson, I can see. Okay, okay. And don't don't do that. No, nah, I'm saying if we had a uh, shot at something uh, like Washington that. Commanders, sir. Hey, look, that's two hundred seventy-five, bro. <laughs> you already know. You already know the going rate. I know. You already know the going. And that's what I'm saying. No, let's let's roll with what we got, and let's roll out with what we got. Now, only thing that, like I said, dude, I can't stand uh, offensive coordinator. But only only issue that I have, and maybe good and bad, and I'm gonna run this past you, and you can tell me. Um, by having a a rookie quarterback, I don't want to have this guy in so many offensive systems. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that I mean, makes that, that gives you that gives you that that Baker Mayfield effect, man. Right. Remember with Baker Mayfield, man. Yep. He had a new offensive coordinator yep. or a coach every year. Yep. Um, 
and, and, and you got to get some type of consistency until we can figure out what he does best and what he doesn't. Right, and see, and that and that may buy Scott Turner uh, a little bit more grace because at the end of the day, you know, we don't want to be throwing all these different systems at this rookie quarterback. You see, the guy got some potential. Let's let him, uh, you know, let him bake and cook a little bit in this offense. But Scott got to get better with his play selection. You know, it's like, dude, come on, when we in freaking second down and one. A second down and two. Now, nah, let's don't start throwing the ball. Let's pick up the freaking first down and keep the chains moving because we got talent. But, hey, my brother, it's been real, man. Let me let a few more people get in here. But, hey, man, I appreciate okay. you calling. And uh, we'll be doing it again this weekend, okay? Hey, man, you know we got to talk that mess about the first round of the playoffs, man. Uh, oh, dude, you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, man. Oh, my team. Yeah, definitely. Hey, man, get a shout in for what you do, brother. Hey, man, it's your boy Brandon Cooper, the Ravens extraordinaire from Grand Prairie, Texas. My Super Bowl prediction, I got if the Packers win today, I got the Packers in Kansas City. And if the Packers lose, man, I got the 49ers and I got the Kansas City Chiefs in there. And I got the Chiefs winning it, man. Hey, man, check out my boys and I, the D1 Ignite University podcast. We're on Anchor, Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at D1 I-G-N-A-N-T. University, man. Hey, y'all be safe out here. All right, brother. Thank you. All right, my man. God bless. All right. All right. Sports therapy with F.A. Jr. What's up, with my boy? <laughs> my homeboy, Glenn. It's been a good day today. Man, you better know it, man. How the drinks? Man, it's been a good day. It's Your boys a- whooping shit out the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm so happy. Say that one more again. They whooped they whooped the one. They, the they did what? Beat the beat the brakes. Beat them like a <laughs> like a stepchild. They act like they stole something from them. <laughs> it was I a, mean, beat the shit out of them. It was a good day, Glenn. Let me back up the cussing bell for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for putting that cussing bell on. They got the shit beat out of today. They go get the shit beat out of next week. So, y'all better go get some damn lottery tickets because you got a better chance to hit the damn lottery than y'all both. Then y'all think y'all will come and win a damn playoff game. So thank you. I'm happy as hell, too. Hey, man. Hey, we were on their ass today, boy. We were on their ass today. Man, man, on their ass like back pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like back pockets. Oh, man. I mean, and then they all about too. All about Super Bowl. Talk about Super Bowl. Hey, man. man, if, if them man ca- they need to quit, man. If them Cowboys. Yeah, you got me hyped. Yeah, you got me hyped early already, man. First of all, I want to say uh, shout out to a Buffalo Bill player for immediate recovery. Yes. Yeah. Well and everything. Yeah. I'm yeah. proud of yeah. fans for supporting him. And yes. the doctors and everybody, man. You know, I'm just happy yeah. for the brother. Yeah. But uh, that's what I wanted to say to begin the show. But yeah. you started off with the most no good ass cowboys, <laughs> so you got you drove me all the way out. So hey, we'll, man. we'll get back to what you, what you got to talk about, brother. Hey man, you remember last week when you and I was talking, man? We kind of touched on a subject similar to that even before he got hurt because we were talking about. Um, remember I said, hey, man, the, the league don't, you know, really don't give a crap about the players. I said, even fans, fans that look at, hey, all we want people to do, the players to do is just go out there and entertain us. But I think reality hit yeah, everybody right. this this week when they realized, uh, when the young brother went down, realized, you know what, all these guys are yeah, one man. play away from actually, uh, actually where they can lose their lives. Lose their life. And for those right, who say so-and-so is making too much money, we paying them too much money. We paying them too much money. I said, man, if you really play pro football, it's like you in a car wreck every time. Every every play is like a car wreck every week. And so forth. Right, and so, and I'm glad the young brother doing doing uh well, man. And big shout out to uh yeah, to the Bills, uh you know the medical crew, the hospital, and all those because people don't realize it had it's those first five to ten minutes if they get you the adequate care. As to what could really, really save your life, you, and then they don't realize it's, it was those paramedics, totally the, the, the one that came in, and you know they had all the equipment they need, they had all the training, and uh, you know for that brother, uh, hard to stop beating twice, and they had to resuscitate him two times. I totally agree. Because what people don't realize is that the paramedic that was working on him, 
And my understanding that, man, he was working on him about eight minutes before they actually got his heart stopped. He could have easily called it, as, as they say in, 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 in that field, which means he could have said, hey, he gone. But he kept working and working and working, yeah. man. And so that, 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 it's a We're blessing, working, man. man. It's a blessing. But now yeah, let's get. The grace, the grace of God. Yeah. So, hey, man, let's get back to uh, me gloating and feeling good about myself. You know, um, the Cowboys would, would not be able to say we beat them. They didn't have all their players out there. You see what I'm saying? Glenn, they can't say that they did not have all their players. Because they they were out there. Man, they got their ass whooped. <laughs> they did, man. They That's did. Just point blank. They, they did. They, they got, man, I'm going to tell you, Dallas is – I, I give them credit. They got a good – well, the defense has been playing up the part like they have, you know, the first part of the season. But Dallas started off hot. And Redskins – Redskins really – Redskins is a better team. People might not want to give them credit for it, but Redskins is – might be the second best team in the in the division, AFC East. But you remember, but, but you remember what I said. I said if we ever got into the playoff, we would be scary, and it's just that bad coaching, bad play calling, and bad decision making kept us from getting in there because that I totally agree. The, the, the shenanigan that uh, Scott Turner, offensive coordinator, and the coach pulled, uh, man. That and see, that's what got the fans so pissed off because now they're saying this is what it could have been if we had better coaching. Just like I was talking to Brandon, I totally, I totally agree. Just like I was talking to Brandon, uh, my last call, I said the only thing I'm, I'm concerned about is that we all want our offensive coordinator gone. <laughs> you know, I but by what we saw today with Sam Howell, you don't want to have a young quarterback having to operate under too many offensive systems. So we bring in another offensive coordinator. He's going to have his system. Then the young guy got a lot of a different system. So you end up what you got with Baker Mayfield. Well, hell, he ended up having to have, what, three, four offensive coordinators. And every year he was there, he had a different offensive coordinator. So I can't stand Scott uh, Turner's play calling. If it means that this will help Sam Howell uh, develop more, then – Oh man, I'm gonna have to swallow my <laughs> I'm gonna have to swallow my pride and say we might have to bring that fool back one more year so that we won't uh, because I like what I saw in our quarterback, man. Yeah, he didn't he didn't look bad at all today. Nah, he, didn't, he didn't look bad. Nah, and he's a he, rookie, he didn't so look bad at all. you know, like I said, I expect him to make a few errors, but next year, um and and I, as I was telling uh, Brandon also, I said, no, I don't want us to go out and spend a lot of money trying to get some some veteran quarterback where we we uh you know we bankrupt the other uh, team and got a lot. No, I said right now is the perfect time to build your team. You got a rookie quarterback. You you paying the peanuts really? I said let's let him start. Let uh, Heineke uh, be his backup. And use the money that we're gonna we're gonna save by getting rid of Carson Wentz to fill other needs that we have, like on the offensive line, uh, linebacker, cover corner, and and, and then gonna, and let's pick up some. We we'll have some money to pick up some key veterans, man. That's, that's, that's totally true. But yeah. I want to give a shout out to my team. Oh yeah, hey hey man, let me yeah, tell you man. something, brother. I I, I, I watch your Steelers all day, man. I tell you what, boy, they. They 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 showed up, man. They they played some. Yeah. Hey, and I, and, and I wanted to ask you this, man. How you feel about your forty one year old rookie now, man? Man, I think I think I think his age has dropped a little bit. I think he's looking <laughs> like he's about twenty four, twenty five today. I can say he, 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 he's coming along pretty good. I'm kind of beginning to have a little trust in him. He's looking better and better, man. We just need to show about get us some defensive back. I think when we go in the draft, we need to get us a got to get some depth at the line and get us some defensive backs. I think we'll be okay. Maybe we need to get uh, get another receiver because uh, Deontay Johnson, he's a good receiver and everything, and I like him. But he just dropped the ball too much, man. Mm-hmm. He just he, 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 He's a good receiver. He could be big time, but he just dropped the ball too much. Now let me ask you, how many right. games did you all start uh, Mitchell Trubisky before they got rid of him? I want to say – I want to say they about three or four games. Okay. And that could have been a right. couple of extra games. We might have could have won if, you know. You right. Know. Because usually when you throw a rookie in there, the first two or three games, 
you know, yeah, he's going to take his lumps. He's going to throw a few interceptions, you know. But eventually, by by you get to that game four and five, okay, he's seasoned. That's what I think they should have done. Like you said, those games that they played uh, Mitchell Trubisky could have been games that uh, Pick and Kenny could have been in getting some, uh, you know, get some uh, some uh, some live action. I don't agree. Yeah, because of uh, the Ravens, you know, when he played against the Ravens, Ravens, you know, they they got keep a stout defense, and I thought he had a fantastic game against against them last week. And, and but I think he's coming along pretty good. I'm looking forward for the, for you know the next next year to see what's going to happen, see how they're going to do. But I want to say one more thing about them old no good ass Cowboys. <laughs> they're about ten years away. They're about ten years away from another Super Bowl. They won't be coming. They won't, they won't be. Uh, Ain't no way in the hell it'll be Tom Brady next weekend. No I, way. I, I think they got some problems. I think they, they I, got some problems somewhere. I think the Cowboys peaked too soon. I think they got out the starting block. They peaked too soon. And and they're starting to show because they got absolutely no they got they got absolutely no defensive pressure whatsoever. Um because you're playing against a rookie. They should have been doing all kind of schemes against uh, uh, young Sam. But it's like they really didn't have a lot of uh, – remember, our offensive line is terrible. But um, we, we didn't have – we didn't have our – neither one of our starting running backs was in the game. All – you know, those guys set out. Um, so I just think they peaked too soon, and it goes back to what everybody say. Uh, is that what the Cowboys typically do? When it comes to um, you know December and January, do they fold or whatever? I, but I will say this: a lot of uh, Tampa Bay is just going to be looking at how we played the Cowboys, how we played the Cowboys, and they're going to be looking at trying to duplicate what the Commanders did, which is you know. And they sure Tampa Bay sure got a defense, yeah, to match up with when they healthy, yeah, and, and the that, defense is, is solid, yeah, and they're going to try to repeat that, which is um, blitz Zach. Blitz Zach, take away his tight end, and uh, because because Dak doesn't go through his his uh, he doesn't go through his progressions, man. He's a go with his first uh, first choice. Then he started looking at the defense that coming. Next thing you know, he starts staring down his secondary receiver. When he does that, those guys gonna be right over there making that intercept, making that uh, that pick. He's not a big time. He's not a big time quarterback. He's not gonna get him to the Super Bowl. Now, one, I mean, I, 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 it might be a good. Uh, excuse me. One thing that got me was he almost threw an interception, and dude just didn't catch the ball the first time. <laughs> the ball hit him dead in the head. What make you come back to the actual, the very same play? What make you go back to the, the very same play that you almost threw an interception, and the next time you actually throw an interception to the same player? Same thing. That's why. That's why I'm not even worried about. I'm not worried about the, the Cowboys. I'm taking. I'm taking the Super Bowl. Gonna go through Philadelphia or 49ers in the NFC. One of the two. Yeah. Go come out that NFC in the AFC. I'm looking at Buffalo. You know you what? Know, I think they kind of. I'm kind of looking at Buffalo. And that's who I'm looking at too. And and I'll be honest with you. There's a part of me want to see the Buffalo Bills win a Super Bowl. By virtue of the fact that hell, they went four years in a row and then win. Me too. It's like you know what? I I kind of yeah. want them. Something good need to happen to the Buffalo Bills, man. Yeah, something bad. Yeah, they got 50, 50 inches of snow, <laughs> and then you know just they just been having you know yeah. just been having a whole lot of you know things happen. But you know, like I said, good the NFL. We had a good year in the NFL this year. I think it, I think it was real competitive. And I'm looking forward for next year when you when the draft comes. I'm looking to see what some of the teams gonna how some of the teams gonna uh, do in the draft. But there's a few teams they just fall away. Right. There's a few players away. Right. Right. And, you know things to change. They're like Jacksonville. Jacksonville is right there, and they're gonna be scary about another year or two. I mean, Jacksonville gonna be scary next year <laughs> if, if they if if uh. That's right. That's why I said they're gonna be scary, man. And and they may knock off some uh. They may knock somebody off in this uh in this thing. We shall see. But I'm like you though. I I think they may be actually a year or two away, but nobody wanna go up there and play them their forty nine ers, boy. 
You ain't all the 49ers, man. They something serious. Man, they, they, they look like the old Baltimore Ravens to me, man. I, I, I'll, they, t- with their defense, they, they. I'll tell you what I believe. I believe that the Cowboys are going to rule the day that they didn't pull their team out at halftime because Washington, we are a physical team. We are a physical team just like the 49ers. You may win, but I guarantee you it's going to impact how the Cowboys play next weekend. And as I was talking to uh, Chris, Cowboy fan, I said, Chris, me, I would have played mind games. I would have took, even though the commanders would have been winning at halftime, I would have took my starters out, and I would have never let the commanders think that they could beat us. You know what I'm saying? They would always be thinking, well, hey, we beat y'all, but you know what? Yeah, they starters didn't play the second half. But for for the coach yeah, to lose. <laughs> all the way up there until the end of the third, fourth quarter, with yeah. about five minutes left. You still got those guys in there playing. Beat them like a stepchild. So, Beat them like a stepchild. And, and like I told uh, 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 Chris and Brandon, I said, man, we didn't disguise anything. We didn't – the commanders didn't disguise anything on defense. They just beat their – they just lined up and they beat their man. We didn't do a lot of blitzing. We man, just, with that defensive front, with that defensive front, they don't have to disguise nothing. And, you know – All they got to do is just – And Allen didn't play today. Man, they got a scary front four, man. Wow. And, and, they can keep them guys together and, for another two or three years. Wow. I know, I know. They're gonna be something serious, I know, man. I know, I know. Yeah, well, homeboy, it is time to bring this bad boy to a screeching halt, so I can go in and watch uh, watch the Detroit Lions and the uh, and the Green Bay Packers. And now, like I tell everybody, nobody wants to see Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Nobody wants to see. No, sure. Nobody, nobody, because he's sure dangerous. They don't want the elephant in the room <laughs> to come into the room. No, because he's sure dangerous. Yeah. I don't see anybody in this that's no good ass cowboy. <laughs> I know. But hey, man, next week is going to be action packed, and uh, it'll be the same time. All right. Well, homeboy Glenn, thank you for calling, brother. And I will see you next week. And congratulations to your Steelers, man. Appreciate you, fam. You oh. have a blessed day, brother. All right, man. Take care. All right, you too. Discover Crown Royal Blended Canadian Whiskey. Patiently fit for a king. Expertly blended since 1939. Now, after a long, hard day of crime fighting, man, I reach for a bottle of Crown Royal. You know what I say? Man, I just say crown me, baby. All right. Now, as we wrap in the cabinet. This is F.A. Jr. for Sports Therapy. I would like to thank Jay in Grand Prairie, Brandon from iIgnite University, Chris the Cowboy fan, and my homeboy Glenn, along with H-Town Bridget, my country Kenny down in Arkansas, and all my family in the boot in Louisiana, and those in Mary O. England and listen to the show. Also those in the great state of Texas, Grand Prairie, Arlington, Irving, and all over the place. I would like to say thank you all for supporting me. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And those on the yard, stay golden, baby.